Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of Maybe Baby. It's Kate Lawler here and the birthday boy over there. Birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Thank you very much. Happy birthday. Oh, she's still going. Happy birthday for Monday. Thank you. I'm not usually a big birthday guy. You know, are you? It's a, it's a terrible birthday. What do you mean it's a terrible it's birthday? It's just far enough away from Christmas, <laughs> but it's kind of bang in the middle of Depressville. <laughs> But you're getting me hyped. You've got lots of secret plans. So I'm waiting no, to see what happens. No, don't build them up like this. Well, you keep saying, oh, I've bought you this thing, but you can't. It's so heavy, I can't lift it up the stairs. Everyone likes heavy presents. Can I just stop you there? Go on. It's not a PS5. No, I don't PS5 want you to, isn't that heavy, is I it? I d- didn't want you to think that it was a PS5. I'm just putting it out there right now. It's fine. You haven't got that. I'll live with that. That's fine. <laughs> Too old to play computer games. I've got a daughter on the way. In it, I'm a big man. <laughs> big man! <laughs> Do you know what? One thing I was looking forward to was going out to a nice restaurant, having a nice steak, bottle of red. And now and now I have to risk your home cooking. So that's going to be good. Who says that I'm going to be cooking? Hello, Deliveroo. Might have got takeaway. Now, you said to me you were going to cook something, didn't you? Yeah, it's, it's a shame, really, that I have to cook. <laughs> yeah, for all of us. I'm so shit. Today I made rock cakes and he came downstairs and he went... Why does it look like you've had a fight with the kitchen? There was flour on the kettle. No, I don't know why the flour was so dusty. Thing is, you do everything so heavy-handed. You don't stop. You don't pause and you go, hold on, let me just think about this. Okay, slow down. You go, right, look, did it. And you also did it when you were in the middle of your radio show. I did. Added pressure. Hang on a minute. Hence mess. 10 minutes preparing time, 15 minutes bake time. Of course, I could do that during a three-hour broadcast from home. Anyway, you're 37 on Monday meaning you're only three years younger than me, until May, when I turn 41, and then it's back to having a toy boy four years younger. You're, you're so obsessed with the age thing. I'm not. You are. When I met you, you were like, oh, you're a bit young, aren't you? You, you, know you haven't really lived your life. I was like, <laughs> I'm 30 years old. You were in your 20s, all right, and I was in my 30s. You act like you're some kind of grandma or some kind of fucking Buddha who like knows everything better than me. You're like, oh... <laughs> One day when you are older, you will be as wise as I. Hang I'm like, really? Because I've seen you bake and it's an absolute <laughs> catastrophe. I don't think you're very wise at all. <laughs> I don't have an issue with your age. I would, you did for a long time. If I'm going to be honest, go on. I would prefer it if you were older than me. Well, no one's invented time travel. No, so. exactly. So I'm just going to have to like it or lump it, aren't I? Yes. But you know what? I've chosen to like it. I said yes. No, you've let chosen you to lump it. On my... <laughs> That's what you've chosen I'll to do. I'll let you put the ring on my finger. Lucky me. Three years young, only three years younger than me as of Monday. It doesn't work like that, but don't what worry. What do you mean? It does. Well, it's like, it's not a whole year, is it? No. So you're three and a half years older than me, aren't you? 
you geriatric fucker. Why? <laughs> I wouldn't say three and a half. It was three and a half. My birthday would be in June. When's your birthday? May. Well, so there. okay. <laughs> so there. <laughs> I'm looking forward to having more of these arguments with my daughter. This is your last birthday before your life changes forever. What have been the highs and lows of your 36th year on planet Earth? Right, all the highs. I've had an epic time sitting at home. <laughs> there was that weekend when I sat at home and there was the other... There was the last week when we sat at home. That was pretty good, wasn't what it? What about our trip to Tenerife in March? <sighs> God, I dream of that. To be fair. Dream of that sunshine. Beginning of that holiday was good and then... They shut Tenerife down and everyone got COVID was, and we flew home. Wasn't a, great, was it? On a plane full of people who were like this. <clears throat> <laughs> I want to smash his face. No, okay, 36. It, there, there's been some amazing moments. We've moved house. Um, number one's got to be getting you prego, eh? Getting hey. you prego, that's it. That or the pie I made at Christmas. <laughs> Not sure. Either one of those two. Close tie. How would you like to celebrate your 38 seeing as this year you're going to be staying in with me your worst nightmare? I don't, I honestly, I'm fine. I don't like, I... To be fair, the present I've got you, you are going to enjoy. Am I? Yeah. Is it a trampoline? Can't say yes, can't say no, I'm afraid. Is it roller skates? What do you think it is, honestly? I've got one suspicion. Go for it. Hot tub. <laughs> Inflatable hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is isn't it you've got a, you've got a very bad poker face no, no it's not a hot tub it's not a hot tub it's not a hot tub it's gonna be like something like an inflatable hot tub and but, that's your get out clause but now like. i'm thinking oh no <laughs> i should have got him infl- an inflatable hot dog because that's what you want no it's fine it's just because it's extremely heavy you wouldn't let me <laughs> like pick it up that's kind of what i thought i mean it's not gonna be i don't know some wood I don't know what you would have got me that's so heavy. Some wood, you prick. Happy birthday. Here's some wood. <laughs> what have been the lows of, of your 36th year on the planet? I don't want to dwell on lows that much because I'm lucky. Cause I've All right, let's move on. Hold on. No, I've got, I've got stuff to say still. Right, you don't want to dwell on them. I don't want to dwell on it because I'm lucky. I've still got my job. I've mm-hmm. got a nice place to live. Mm-hmm. I've got you. I've got the dogs. I've got baby on the way. All the stuff people know, right? So... I feel blessed. Hashtag blessed. Uh, <laughs> the lows I feel are because this is all such a fucking shit show. Like, mm. this this didn't have to happen like this. You look around the world, there's other countries handled this so much better and it's just like we're, we're, a, we're an absolute embarrassment. I so know. I would say my low is Boris Johnson, okay. personally. The scarecrow. He's my low light. I'm sure he listens to the podcast, babe. Uh, thank Carrie you. Carrie might, you mum. <laughs> Don't leave us a review, Carrie. <laughs> You'd, you're not allowed to leave us a review because it won't be five stars. Anyway, thank you for being born on January 11th because you're welcome. planning your birthday has been a welcome distraction because let's face it, this week has been, sl- I reckon it's been the biggest emotional roller coaster when you look at my pregnancy so far because um, it started off with Monday when I had a video call with a consultant at the hospital I'm giving birth in. She was lovely. She confirmed the date of our daughter's birthday. Are we saying it? I think I've already said it on Instagram. Have you? Yeah. Before she's even born? Yeah. Presumptuous. <laughs> and it was nice to have it confirmed. The planned date, if I don't go into labour before, is in the middle of February. Yeah. What I don't want is any of these things like, oh, she's an Aquarius. She's just like an Aquarius. Why don't oh, you want any of that? Like, yeah, yeah. She's going to have a star sign like you do. Because it's nonsense. Such a pregnancy. This is bullshit. Such a pregnancy, Grinch. Ah, such a typical Capricorn. Are you a Capricorn? Yeah. Crikey, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Forgot what star sign you are. Hold on, could you not tell? (laughs) 
Don't I embody all of the characteristics of someone born you do. within about 28 days? You totally do. When I met you, I was like, he's fit and he's a Capricorn. I just know. Fuck's sake. Carry on. So anyway, we had the date confirmed of the birth. And then the um, consultant said to me about COVID cases and deaths being on the rise in London, especially. And she had to warn me that Bodge might not be allowed inside the hospital on the day I give birth um, if things get worse. And hearing that news, knocked me for six. I'm so glad he was sat next to me holding my hand because I was just a mess, wasn't I? Mm. I was upset. And I know millions of women have been pregnant during the pandemic, given birth during it. For some, given birth without a birthing partner. And my heart goes out to anyone who has faced that without her partner, her family member or friend or whatever. When we tried for a baby at the end of May last year, I honestly, genuinely thought that by Christmas we would be back to normal Maybe that's naive of me. Uh, but then, obviously, on Monday night, Boris Johnson puts England back into lockdown. Today, Sadiq Khan declared a state of emergency in London and the numbers are genuinely, genuinely frightening. So yeah. I feel like things still might change, even though a law was passed earlier in the week to say that birth partners could be there. Yeah. It feels like it's that much worse this time around, doesn't it? Mm. Much worse than before. More people that have it that we know way worse than before and seem to have it worse as well mm. like i remember in the beginning they said 80 percent of people were asymptomatic and now it's like one in three mm. so i mean god knows but listen you have to take it all with a pinch of salt there's nothing you can do right so if the worst case happens i can't be there the most important thing is you give birth safely then get her home because we've got the rest of our lives to live. Get her home. You'll be picking me up, sunshine. I know. You, you know what I mean. <laughs> I know. That's really nice of you it, to say. It's just, it's one moment. It's not going to define the rest of her life. Thank you for reminding me of that. Yeah. And I've had a couple of friends and friends of friends contact me this week saying that the law's been changed. Birth partners can now be at the birth no matter what. So it is great news for parents to be. Yeah. I'm holding out hope. Me I, too. I want to be there. I want to stroke your forehead like that picture we saw in the... <laughs> in the Hypnobirthing class. literally going to be your job to stroke my forehead. Top forehead stroker. So this week's episode is all about the third trimester. The final stretch, the last 12 weeks, the final countdown, the slow walk to death. <laughs> it's going all right, isn't it? The what? The slow walk to death? You know, like the death of your social life. Oh. Sorry, I, that's probably a bit uncouth. I liked it. It yeah? was dramatic. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, we need more drama in this podcast. Do we? There's not enough. Drama. Um, my pregnancy has been varied, hasn't it, to say the least. Trimester one, constantly tired, really felt sick. Trimester two, top of the pops, loved how I felt. The third trimester, I am an emotional wreck. I'm crying lots. I'm in full nesting mode, which is causing slight tension in our house. Yeah. Sorry about that. It's like living with an angry buffalo, but always. So yeah, I mean, one example. You, you asked me, you said beforehand, think of an example of how we've... Had a had a falling out this week. Kate has a way of cleaning, but also destroying. What? Mainly my stuff. This is bullshit. You have to say this in an Australian accent to not be offensive. This Getting is shifted? No. Around? This is bullshit. I do not destroy your stuff. Sometimes it goes in a pile that ends up in the bin. Sometimes it goes into a completely different place. But the most important thing when I say to her, oh, do you know where this is? It's never her fault. I agree that sometimes I put move stuff into a better position in the house. But when does your stuff end up in a pile in the bin without me asking you first? I can't immediately recall. Exactly. The time. Because you're full of bullshit, Martin. <laughs> I smell bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's fun and games now, but imagine living with that every day. You're talking about the loft. 
in the week. Are you talking I sit- about the loft? Are you talking about the loft? It makes it sound like we had a fight in a nightclub on a Friday <laughs> night. You talking about that night in the loft? <laughs> I'll knock you out, mate. We were in the loft, right? And I found a box underneath a wash basket. Yeah. And in that box were a load of your stuff. And I kept saying, do you want this? Yes or no? So yes I'm, the, or no. I'm in the bathroom yes or brushing no. my teeth. Yes or no. She keeps going, do you need this? Look at these. Well, do you want this? This doesn't seem like you need it. And, and every- I'm panic. I'm fr- like rushing, brushing my teeth so I can get out and protect my stuff. And every time you said no, like you said no to that poxy bloody Reebok sports bag that you have had since I met you. <laughs> I put it in the bin. And if you said, oh, yeah, I like that. I'll keep that. Like your football boots, right? Your you, old you football boots. You just make me very nervous. Then I put your them away. technique somewhere. for tidying is very nerve-wracking. Do you know what? That Reebok bag, that always stayed with me because it was for moving house. And now I don't need it anymore because we found our forever home. <laughs> and also we realised that if we pay people, they'll bring it for us. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So as of tomorrow, Nuchki should weigh about five and a half pounds and she's going to start with a period of rapid weight gain this week. <laughs> What's interesting is that you don't necessarily gain weight. Yeah. Your weight's plateaued in the third trimester, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. To be fair, I was gaining pounds, lots of pounds week by week, wasn't pounds. I? Pounds. I was. I, I think I was gaining about three to four pounds a week, but once I hit about 29 weeks... I then went down to putting on like either zero to one to two pounds tops. But my bump, weirdly enough, has continued to grow. Now I just look like I've swallowed a giant basketball. Your belly looks like Alex Ferguson's nose, doesn't it? Oh, he keeps saying this because it's a bit corned beef. It's, it's gone red. The skin, <laughs> the tone of the tummy is a bit corned beef. It's a bit patchy. You've had a few symptoms, haven't you? Which you've loved to tell me and everyone else. <laughs> so... Um, I actually Googled third trimester symptoms. So mm-hmm. should we see how many of these are actual symptoms that you've had and how many are just bullshit? Okay. Sleeping problems? Yeah. Sleeping in the third trimester is the hardest because I'm up three to four times a night weeing. Can't get comfy. Wish I'd known that you can only sleep on your left side during pregnancy as well. Would it have changed w- your mind? Oh, no, well, I would have mentally prepared myself, but <laughs> nine months. Stretch marks? No, luckily, none really? so far. Everyone must get them. Your belly is yeah, stretching. You, you do. There's still time. I've still got five more weeks of growing, so it could still happen. Right, okay. Swollen and bleeding gums. I haven't got swollen gums, but I've had bleeding gums. Yeah, you you've have. seen them. You look like you've bit someone's ear off, and <laughs> you, after you brush your teeth. Johnny Giles? Piles. Yeah. AKA bum grapes. I haven't got them bad. I've got one little pile. 
I've got some cream. I feel like you've just given it's, so much information about this. You've been very forthcoming about your, about your bum hole. It's natural. Women get piles when they're pregnant. You know why? Constipation. The first time I looked at it as well was in a magnifying mirror. What? It's the worst uh, idea. Yeah. Okay. So it looked five times as big as it should you know, have. Some people might be, I don't know, eating or just alive. So let's move on. Okay. Headaches. Not had headaches. No, I no. have. <laughs> Leg cramps. Yes, in the middle of the night. And in my feet. Do you have to have them so loudly? <laughs> Do you have to? Like, three in the morning, I'm fast asleep, and suddenly I hear, ah, ah, right. ah. I'm like, right, hang on a second. Ah, what's happening? You're like, cramp. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Well, hang on a minute. I thought someone was dying. No. Who do you know that's ever got a cramp and been quiet about it? It hurts. Can't you have cramp in a dignified manner? <laughs> no, I can't. I have to make this noise. Ah! Oh my god, my leg! My foot! (laughs) It's horrible. I tell you, a related symptom of pregnancy is her talking to Shirley at three in the morning (laughs) as well. Like, I'll be fast asleep. Kate will go to the toilet and come back and go, Oh, Shirley, really, really, really. I'm like, Do you mind? Do you mind? This is not the time for socialising. Do you know what? You're wrong. It's Baxter I speak to in the middle of the night. Is it? Yeah. I would know if I was more awake. <laughs> exactly. Which you're trying to make me wrong. See, more. you can't be that awake. Back to symptoms. Don't Fe- even know what dog I'm speaking to. <laughs> feeling hot. Hot and bothered. You're only feeling hot because the, we couldn't control the temperature properly in this house. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> so that. So we've turned everything off now. We're going to freeze. So much better, by the way. Thank you for that. There you go. Swollen hands and feet. No, I do not look like Professor Clump, thank goodness. Darkened skin on your face or brown patches. This is known as colos- colosma. Colosma. I love you just trying to say it. This is known as colosma or the mask of pregnancy. I haven't got that. No, I've been lucky. But again, still time. Because as well, when you go on holiday, you get uh, pigment, don't you, on your face? So thanks, I thought. Thanks you... for reminding me. Well, listen, you talked about your piles earlier. I thought I thought everything's on the table now. It's just free for all, isn't it? When you go on holiday, you get that brown stuff all just over your face. Talk about your, your face, smelly toes. <laughs> I do not have smelly toes. You don't have smelly toes. You've got fine. You've I don't never know. ever smelt my toes. I don't. It's not it's, a fan. It's not a feet person. Not a feet person. No. Are you a foot person? You're no, not a foot person. Especially not mine. They look like Monster Munch. They're horrific. So thicker and shinier hair. Still waiting. 34 weeks in, still waiting. That's the only good symptom, isn't it? It, well, and you get a baby. Yeah, the baby isn't really the symptom. The it's baby is the, the cause. cause. Yeah, um, true. So the last one here, being unreasonable to your partner. That's bullshit. It's, yeah, no, it's here. No, but some of the symptoms from your first trimester can come back, like mood swings, morning sickness, pregnancy cravings. I've been craving hot sugary donuts, haven't I, from Brighton Pier? Yeah, I don't think that's unique to you, though, or your pregnancy. Because <laughs> when you used to go to work, you'd come back with donut time stuff. I'd be like, really? Not an ad, not a spawn. We just bloody love donut time. <laughs> Oh, you had the new one the other day, actually. Oh, yeah. That's not on the list. Leaky tits. I did. Had a little bit of boob jizz, didn't I? Yeah. I was uh, sitting on the sofa. My left nip started to sting. So I touched it and there it was. A little bit of leakage. A bit damp. But I don't need to wear breast pads just yet. That was it. Just a tiny bit. I reckon if you start crying loads and tweak my nipples, it'll (laughs) it'll continue. But we're not going to do that because that's weird. It is. Tell you what isn't on the list. Go on. Broken capillaries. Broken capillaries. Yeah, do you know what a broken capillary is? I don't know what a fixed capillary is, no. <laughs> what is it? The little, like, thread veins. Little red thread veins. You've got, I've got them all over my chest, have you noticed? Yeah, yeah. I noticed they're kind of like little red dots. Yes, anyway. little red dots. Oh, Should bro- have just said that, technical term. <laughs> 
That is a broken capillary, my friend. Right, okay. Um, got them all over my chest. Thought it was an age thing. Turns out it's a pregnancy thing. Then they spread to my shoulder blades. I've got broken capillaries on my shoulder pieces. And yesterday morning I woke up, I had five new ones on my face. Really? Yeah. I messaged Dr. Whiteley, Professor Mark Whiteley from the Whiteley Clinic, who zapped my leg veins. Not an ad, not a spawn. I just bloody love him. It's a bit of an ad. <laughs> Bit of an Professor Mark Whiteley knows what he's talking about. He's a vein expert. Do you reckon if he talks at conferences, he comes onto the stage that Carly Simon, you're so vain? <laughs> it's just an idea. You can use it if you want. If he doesn't, he should, Mark. He should. If you're listening, you really should. Uh, so Prof Mark Whiteley said, they are a symptom of pregnancy. They should go away. But if they don't after three months, we can get rid of them for you. What, just with his laser guns? Yeah, that's it. Now he just looks at me and then he they just... disappear. So another one actually, which isn't on here, is your trumps. Can't do me for it. I'm pregnant. I'm actually really enjoying it because one, you look really embarrassed every time you do it. It's because I am. I'm mortified. I have gone seven years without trumping in front of you because it's disgusting. And now I have no, there's no control. It just it's pops like, out. It just happens. Yeah. And what's good is I can do it and not feel bad anymore. Do you know the best bit? Go on. It's when I do one and I'm really embarrassed. I look at you and you, you've not heard it and you're just carrying on. I'm like, yes, got away with that one. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of them which sound like creaking doors, uh, a cupboard opening and closing. That is not true. You've got like, like a whole gamut of sound effects. Can't do me for it. I'm pregnant. I'm just like the old school fart machine. Yeah, you are. Okay, uh, can we move on from Trump's piece? Okay, we'll move on from Trump's. So the third trimester, Kate also had a 32-week scan. Now, this was an NHS growth scan and also checking her placenta because previously it was low-lying. So they wanted to see if it had moved up. If it was still low-lying at full term, um, then you can't have a spontaneous birth, as you've written here. Vaginal birth, <laughs> if you don't know what that is. Only abdominal. So thankfully, Kate's planned to have an abdominal birth, but also good is your placenta went higher anyway, which is good for the abdominal birth. It's good for the abdominal birth too, because yeah, it can be a bit more tricky if you still have a low-lying placenta. So I'm glad it's higher. And the growth scan was uh, really good and really positive. She was banging in the middle and everything, wasn't she? Little Nutschke, yeah, was banging in the middle of the growth chart. She was sucking her knuckles for more or less the entire time. I got a really good view of her as well. And it was so lovely. And she was moving loads. And it would have been lovely for you to have been there. But we got to the hospital and this was the day after receiving a text saying that Bodge could be at the scan. And when we arrived, they said because of COVID, he's not allowed in the room. She took one look at me and she thought, <laughs> this guy is a hive of COVID. He's a super spreader. Get him the fuck out. Get out. Now, to be fair, they're going through so much stuff at the moment. Mm. I mean, they are so up against it. There's so many nurses are dropping ill. You know, nurses and doctors, people who work at hospitals are dropping ill with COVID, which yeah. means their numbers are lower. They have to be so careful, especially around pregnant women. I this felt really sorry for the so nurse sorry. I saw. She said all day she'd been dealing with anxious staff, staff in tears. You know, she's got to give me a scam. If there's another person in the room, that's another person that could potentially spread COVID. I felt for her, I really did. Yeah. But at least we got a nice little photo of Nutschke. She really looks like you in this picture, the latest one. <laughs> got it here, look. Where is it? Side on. She looks like you. That's a little you. Let me see. Look. Or is it me? Exactly. It's a combo. Me and you don't look alike. It's a little combo. It's not a very clear picture, to be honest with you, because it's that grainy 2D. Oh, dear. Can you believe little Nutschke's arrival is exactly five weeks away on Monday? Mm. In five weeks, I'm, I'm, we'll be meeting her, boy. I've been a bit nervous. Why? I've got to say the last couple of weeks, because I don't feel ready. This is like any work oh. deadline. You go, oh, it's fine. I've got six months to do this project. Well, the night before, you're like <laughs> desperately finishing everything off. Funnily enough, our penultimate episode of this series is all about just how prepared we are. So let's leave that there. Third trimester, all in all, it's been a bit of a roller coaster because I never expected to be going through my third trimester 
during another lockdown or in tier four. It's kind of been a bit of both. What's what's the stuff that you would have been doing? What have you missed out on from being in your third trimester in lockdown? I reckon my friends would have thrown me a baby shower. Do you secretly want one? I don't secretly want one. You very obviously I know. Want- I know. That, no, because they said, oh, we'll have to give you a, a baby shower. And I didn't want a baby shower. Yeah. But I reckon that they would have thrown me a surprise one. So this is how I've got out of it. A little bit, little bit gutted. I would have loved to have gone on a baby moon. Now, I didn't know what a baby moon was until I got pregnant and somebody told me that a baby moon is where you go away, just you two, for the final holiday before you have your child. Where would we have gone? We would have gone somewhere hot because somewhere we didn't hot. get to go to France in the summer because lockdown. So where would you have liked to have gone? Not Dubai. <laughs> If I'm honest. It just would have been really nice to have gone abroad and got some sunshine and just relaxed, just you and me for that final long weekend or a week, just, you know, before she arrives. Italy or Croatia or somewhere, both coasts, seafood. So it's a shame we didn't get to do that. Yeah. It's a shame I haven't seen any of my family. I thought Christmas would have been really lovely. And some of my closest, bestest friends and never going to see me pregnant or touch my bum. Yeah. And it's just really sad to think. I was on FaceTime with one of my friends from Birmingham today, and she was like, the next time I see you, you're going to just have this child like you bought it from a shop because I, I haven't seen you pregnant. So I'm so grateful for things like FaceTime because at least we've yeah. had video calls. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just been really sad not seeing my family. Like, I haven't seen my mum and dad. My family, my sisters and my brother, I haven't seen them since August. Yeah. And it's, it's January. It's, it's an emotional thing for you especially because it's your body going through it. And if you thought about when you wanted to be pregnant, Mm. if you had an ideal time, should we say, it'd have been a time when you could have the maximum amount of support from family and friends. And that's definitely the opposite of where we are now. (laughs) So time was against us. I'll tell you what, one thing that you won't experience is being really pregnant and being on the tube and no one giving you a seat. (laughs) Yeah. Because people are pricks. Or just getting to work and just being that pregnant. I've got to say, I never had that badge anywhere and you kept on at me, didn't you? Why aren't you wearing a badge (laughs) saying I'm pregnant? Because I started to get really big and I wouldn't get a seat on the tube and you were like, just get a badge. You refused to get a badge. I know. I think part of that is me telling you. No. I'm like, you get a badge. You're like, well, you've told me to do so I'm not going to get a badge now. But I'm sad not to see my colleagues because I'm going to be off for three months and I'm not going to see them for ages. So it would have been really nice to have like, been at work and when was the last time you were in i think it was like the 18th of um december 18th of december yeah because you get sent quite a lot of stuff to work don't you yeah this week my producer opened my post on instagram stories with me and i got a lovely like all-in-one maternity loungewear romper suit thing that's how everyone opens their post nowadays Um, he also opened three boxes only to find a giant pack of kettle chips which i can't eat anyway because they go off in april so i was like well i'm not gonna be back before then so tuck in bud and what else was it a book the power hour okay can they not send it over to you in a cab do you know what they could so career that to me if they could be bothered can't be bothered dom is lazy do you know what i was thinking this i haven't been in my office since march that's mad March. And I just keep thinking I had a water bottle in there with a little bit of water in it in my locker. <laughs> and I'm just trying to imagine what, what kind of worlds are growing inside there. <laughs> there is definitely alien life inside that locker. And you had your glasses. Which I now need because I spend so much time looking at my phone. You're going to have to go eyes. back to the opticians and spend more money on glasses because they're at the office and you can't go and get them. It's crazy when you think back, mm. isn't it? But yeah, I mean, in terms of you, for you, it's actually probably not a bad thing to be at home more. Yeah when you're this pregnant because whenever you see really really pregnant women out and they're having to go to work 
I feel like, God, that just looks like so much hassle. And I was planning on stopping just a week before I was going to give birth. So I would have been waddling up those stairs at London Bridge. Yeah. It wouldn't have been fun at all. And also you're meant to relax in the final month of your pregnancy. And there's no chance of doing that because if I'd have been going on the train every day, not only that, we've got the podcast and we've got this uh, TV show that we're filming right up until the end of January. So it's all go at the minute. So in a way, not having to travel into central London is a bit of a touch. But I do miss my colleagues. I miss Virgin Radio. I miss being in the office. I miss the canteen. I miss just being out of so the Helen, house and away enjoying, from you. You're not enjoying it here with me or my cooking. That's what no, I'm hearing from I that. I do. I love it. That's fine. One more plus point. Go on. Someone said to me, when you first have a baby, all you want to do is just stay at home with your other half and the baby, you know, you'll just, you won't want to go out. You won't want to leave the house. In fact, you won't even want visitors. That's at least something, right? Yeah. It's time for us to say farewell until next week when we'll be joined by the hilarious comedian Ellie Taylor for some straight talking about the first 12 months of being a parent. I cannot wait to speak to Ellie. Amazing. We were dying to get on the podcast last season. She's literally one of the funniest comedians <laughs> in this country. She is. And she's going to be on this podcast. I love her. She's going to be the second funniest person on this podcast. <laughs> What an honour for her. Oh, and then you're the third. <laughs> that is the end of this week's episode. Um, if you're enjoying the series, enjoying the podcast, then please do head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. It'll take you two seconds. Leave us a little review as well. We'll shout you out. Thank you to everyone who enjoyed last week's episode with Rosie Davidson uh, on Sleep Oh, yeah, we training. got some lovely feedback. With Amazing, that. wasn't yeah, it? thank you so She's much. She's got some serious fans. She has done the business with people. How weird. My mate's sister, Kelly Herve, yeah. she used her. Really? Yeah. See, it's all great, but when it comes down to it, she was like, oh, yeah, anytime you want to get in touch, feel free. It's like, <laughs> you're getting a call. Got a number now. You're getting a call. Anyway, have a great week. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you're coping all right in the third lockdown. Yeah. Don't worry, this too shall pass. 